All right, welcome to another episode of the Business Academy podcast, where we help you build a staff-driven practice that grows with or without you, giving you freedom and flexibility to do the things that you love, when you want to do them, with who you want to do them with. All right, on this episode, I'm hanging out with a good friend of mine and a TBA Business Academy rock star out of Greenville, South Carolina, hanging out with my man, Dr. Andy Wright from Green Life Wellness. Dr. Andy, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm going to jump right into it. There is so much that we can glean off of what you've done in practice to kind of build this really unique model. You, you've had this in most chiropractic circles. It's kind of ironic. You've, you've built and you've, you're making more money, but then you're spending less time and less stress getting there. Usually those two things go hand in hand and somehow you've cracked the code and, and you're having more time uh, and less stress while also, uh, serving more patients and, and, and generating more collections and, and even better patient volume. So I think everyone wants to know a little bit about your story and how we got to this point. So before we talk about that, though, you mind sharing a bit about, uh, you know, when you graduated and when you opened up practice and kind of what it was like the first, yeah. uh, first couple of years for you there. Yeah. I'll, yeah. So in a nutshell, my story is I graduated a little over 10 years ago, back in 2011. And I started and worked in as an associate in Ohio for three and a half years. And it was kind of going nowhere. Um, practice wasn't really growing. And uh, my wife got a job down here in Greenville, South Carolina, and we decided to move. And I was like, I'm going to open up my own practice. Always wanted to do this. And I, I know I can do it. I just need a little help. That's when I joined TBA, uh, found you guys, had a friend with you guys, and he said great things. So I joined you, learned a lot. And that's when I opened up my practice. And um, literally just started just me and one person on the front desk and we grew and grew and grew. So after three years, after my first lease was up, we bought a building and moved into that. And it was, you know, we went from 1200 square feet to 5,000 square feet and, you know, we've added services and grown from there. So cool. Awesome. If you uh, were to look at a day in the life of Dr. Andy in those, in, in those formative stages, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like what was you're wearing all that you maybe you had a team member, a CA that was helping you out or an office manager, but you were wearing the majority of the hats, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty much doing everything. I was uh, everything besides checking people in, checking them out. I would do patient education. I did all the marketing. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot. Did, yeah, it was I was busy. <laughs> say the least. And it's interesting. That's a cycle that I think, you know, uh, most small businesses and a lot of chiropractors that stuck in. Right. They get into practice, they make a big commitment, take a big risk, and they just go all in and they drive in new patients and they're starting new patients and they're getting people onto care, they're treating patients, they're, they're um, obviously doing exams, they're doing their own marketing, and they're just doing it all and doing it all, doing it all. And that can last for uh, a few years for some, but it could last for decades uh, for other practitioners as yeah. well. Um, if you had to look at like your, the timeline, just in the last 10 years, um, and, and even less than that when you went into practice, what was the turning point? Was there a turning point when you went from just grinding out chiropractor, just trying to build the practice to going, well, there's a different way to do this. I can start to delegate hats and train team members and start yeah. to build this thing without it all being on me. 
Yeah. So funny when I was working in Ohio, that's kind of what I thought because that's what the practice the guy had was, and he didn't want to change it. You know, he said he'd tried that. He'd done that before. It doesn't work. People can't do this. He like had no faith in people. I, I'm, I know he had some bad experiences, but it's like, no, I know we can do this. I know we can train people better. Um, so uh, that's what I love about you guys is you're like, that was the whole model was teaching to have the staff driven office. I'm like, yeah, we can do that. I know that can happen. So um, once we got that, the, the technology and the, like the training to put that into place, it, oh my gosh, it, you know, it's just made a, a world of difference as far as having the office, um, starting to kind of run itself. You can focus more on being a chiropractor. And I, I didn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I got to remember all the patient education stuff and go through this and whatever. It's like, you have somebody dedicated to that. Uh, the, the switching cost in your brain is gone and it's just so much less stress. So it was, it was good having all that put into place. That's awesome. From a mindset perspective, uh, it's interesting. I think a lot of this game we call business is so much headspace stuff. And you think of the headspace of, of that, uh, of that chiropractor you were doing an associateship for, and he was, um, you know, he was done trying to, you know, his, his mind, his headspace was just like, it's not going to work. Right. And Henry Ford says, whether you're right or, uh, whether you're, whether you're right or you're positive or negative, or what's how does the phrase whether go? You right right can or, or can't, you're right. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, uh, and so changing that headspace, a lot of chiropractors are, either burnt out on trying to create a staff driven practice or they're scared to delegate a hat. So they hold onto it for years or decades sometimes to the detriment of their family time and their kind of their freedom to be out of their practice and not, you know, have production and revenue go down. Um, what was that headspace shift for you? Was it having tools and systems to effectively train people? Was it something in between your ears you had to let go off to allow for somebody else to take on a, a tr an important role and the trust them to do it. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think the turning point was for you headspace wise to kind of bring on team members and let them take on important roles? Yeah. And so, you know, that was some of the hardest parts is letting go of some of those hats because I learned how to do them really well and I knew how to do them well. So I knew when I made mistakes, what I did wrong and, you know, um, but I didn't want to see other people make a big mistakes and drop the ball. And now we don't have patients coming in and, you know, I, but the turning point was really seeing like, okay, if I can do that, I know they can do that. So, and then here are the systems on how to train them kind of, you know, you guys kind of showed us how to do that and how to, how to train them properly and how to make sure they have their hat for that post so they can produce and how to, how to manage them along the way too. So that I, it was a little bit, uh, a little bit hard. <laughs> I can understand it. How it, it is hard for docs to let go of that, but you know, seeing seeing other clients that had already done this with you guys i was like okay they did it you know we can do this it can be done so that that gave me faith to, to be able to do it too that's awesome that, that's so cool so so now so a day in the life of dr Andy Wright years ago is very different of what a day in the life <laughs> yeah. of dr Andy Wright looks like now right so yeah right you're actually let's see today's uh what's it thursday 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 yeah. morning uh, a little bit before lunch but an hour before lunch for most offices, most doctors should be in production, uh, treating patients, uh, doing exams, you know, getting closes or doing some kind of marketing. Right now, you're at home right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Home with my sick daughter. Just chilling yeah. here. I could be at the office, but it's like I didn't have to be. My wife, she works, so she went into work, and I'm able to stay home. And, you know, uh, our office manager was like, 
take tomorrow off, just stay home with your daughter. She's like, I got this. There's just a few things to do. And, you know, I mean, yeah, years ago when I first started, I, I would have had to pretty much been at the office. It would have been so difficult. But now that we have all the staff in place and office manager is a rock star, you know, we're able to, able to I'm able to do this, I'm able to be a little more free. That's so awesome. awesome. That's so cool. So, so help us understand like vacations or just general day-to-day, week-to-week flexibility you have in your schedule, even though your office has, gosh, let's see in the last, let's say last three years, your office in just in practice collections has three or four X. Am I correct on saying that? Yeah. Yeah. We're just about, yeah, we're probably at least going to three X from we're probably going to 2x from last year and the previous year we 2x from that so yeah crazy so now so you're like three to four x from where you were a few years ago you've mm-hmm. you not only made it through covid you excelled through covid yeah and with that new revenue that all that you know that exceeding revenue coming in and obviously production and patient volume and services coming in how are you able to have the flexibility to stay home when your kids are sick when the office is open and still producing yeah, all that flexibility comes from a well-trained staff and all that comes from training and training and more training. And a lot of it's, you know, learning how to hire the right people too, and having those, the right type of people in the right seats at our office. And that's kind of really given us, given me the freedom to be able to have, to have what, what I wanted to create, which is this, you know, staff driven office. So I do have the freedom and flexibility to do whatever I want. So when, there, I know a lot of people listening are, are trying to get to that point, right? And they've had their hurdles and their ups yeah. and downs. What's like yeah. a foundational principle that you've implemented in your practice to get, you know, the right, the right people in the right seats, accelerating their strengths, getting trained. What's like a, what's like a, just a baseline rudimentary, rudimentary action that you've done successfully over the years to put yourself in this position with this kind of a team? Oh, man. I wish it was like a super simple answer. Some of it's just learning from experience and um, through my coaching with y'all um, learned how to hire the right personalities for the right post. That was, I think, crucial because before I would just hire somebody who I thought was could you know do certain things or just had the right personality, which, which does help, but they need to have the right personality and right skill set for that post. That was huge. And... Um, and then learning how to feed into that person and grow them. So, gotcha. yeah, that was a big one. Hiring the right personality. And how do you guys, I mean, I know I've seen this before in your office and we've worked on this, like, you know, you have a, you have a kind of a underlying core principle set of values that aren't just like a mural on the wall or part of right. the like paperwork, but it's, you guys like live and die by that set of core values and kind of that. Like we're going to attract people that have that, that allow with those values. Can you talk a bit about that process? A yes. bit? I'm glad you said that because I'm probably underselling what we really do. Um, yeah, that is a big thing. When we hire, it's like, man, this person has to match up with all those core values when we do it. So we kind of wrote out, this is what we want our office to be like. And we kind of looked at our office too and said, okay, looking at our office, these are the core values that we exhibit and that we want other our other hires to have. So literally we just kind of wrote them out. We want to you know treat people like family. We want to have integrity. And you kind of wrote out what each of those means. And when we're going through hiring, like we kind of like go through, do they match up with each of our core principles? And if they don't, you know, we usually have this gut feeling. We're like, ooh, something's off. And then we go through the core values. We're like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, 
you know, Mr. Bobby that we were about to hire doesn't have a good matchup with um, forward thinking or coachability. You know, we think that that might be off. And then we, we do some other testing too, to see if they do, but it, yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, you know, barometer for that. That's awesome. So super systematic approach to your core values and it's, you're using it as a barometer, you do testing, you obviously your interview process is thorough. So there's like, this is a number of things that a team can do, but I mean, at the very least, like just set a principle of core values to, oh, to kind of live by to find the right people. And, and here's another thing too, which I think is interesting about your practice is that it's a really good book. I'm, I think you, you've read it and we've read this kind of together, the game of work. <laughs> yeah. I just had, I was just rearranging my bookshelf and I had that in my hand yesterday. So yeah. Oh, good. Like, and good that book. is that, the principles in that book and also through the business Academy, I mean, like they like gamifying work. That's something that I think every practice should be doing, no matter how it's doing or what the state of affairs is in the office. How do you guys gamify performance? And as a result, like, you know, are able to hit these new record highs every, you know, 12, every three to six months in your practice. Yeah. Um, so we, we set kind of an overall, collections goal and then we have kind of like our you know patient visit goal and we have our you know a few different goals set up for each post too so we just aim to hit those and we review them each week in our staff meeting and kind of talk about where we're at on our goals and we have big rewards when we hit them too so uh, I think that's a huge incentive for people is like hey if we all produce really high you all get to share in the rewards for this that's awesome so I'm going to nail down three things for our audience I'm seeing that help you get here one, finding the right people and having a, a core uh, base of uh, core values that you can find the right personalities around and a thorough interview process. Um, uh, gamification of work, setting goals. Each person has you know, their key performance stat and they have goals around that. And those all kind of align to the overall uh, uh, goal of the office. There's rewards and bonuses and everything going around. Um, and also training, like you are a, you and your office manager who's such a freaking rock star. She's so great. Like are a stickler for training, right? Like, yes, no, you're never too busy for training in your office. That's something I've always seen that you've been very disciplined in ensuring happens mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah. And um, our office manager, she's really taken over that role. Uh, she just does such a great job with it. And she learning to hold people accountable to it's like, okay, no, here's the bar. You don't fall below that. Like we keep it up to the bar. So it's, it's being firm and holding those standards within the office too. And it really helps having the core values and the training, you know? So we, we try to handle those little, you know, bugs in the office. As soon as they hit, if we see something wrong man, we handle it right away. Yeah. That's awesome. What was it like? Uh, you know, you're not treating all the patients yourself. You're not doing all the services in the office. Um, right. you have multiple providers in your team. Uh, what was it like real kind of bringing on other providers into your practice to serve and expand the amount of patients that you guys saw? What was that process like? Uh, was it a feeling of letting go? Maybe for the audience that has a hard time ever imagining their patients ever being treated by somebody else. What was that like for you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I first one we brought on was our other chiropractor right before COVID hit. And I mean, I was maxed out. Like I was seeing more people than I could really handle. And I was just sucking away from all my administrative time. So I was, everything else was falling behind at the office. So at that point, it was kind of a welcome change, um, but it was still kind of that weird feeling in the back. You're like, oh, but I see everybody and they are coming to see me. And it's, you know, it was a little bit of a let go for that. I'm like, no, no, no. She's going to do great. They'll see her. She knows her stuff. We trained her. So I know she knows her stuff. And 
she met the standards of like, she's going to do great with it. Um, so there was a little bit of that resistance in my mind, but once she started taking over and, you know, we kept training, kept on with her and made sure she was doing great. And she did. So it's like, okay, great. All the training and everything paid off and she's good to go. So awesome. I know yeah. and sometimes the biggest battle uh, we've seen is just, just again, finding the right one and just do it. You just have to do yeah. it. And uh, it's, it's, it's and, it, you, and it will work most of the time. And as long as you have the right contracts and agreements set up and they match the personality of the office, just like any other employee, then it's a match made in heaven and, and growth is the only direction. That's right. Yeah, I had trust in that system and it worked. That's awesome. I know. And then you brought on more providers and you've, you've recreated your office, you've expanded your office. And, yeah. and uh, it's so cool too. You're part of our, our you know, main seventh division, top client mastermind group. And it's, it's cool to see you in that room with the other guys because it's like, you know, it's the old phrase, you never want to be like, uh, you never want to be the biggest shark in the aquarium, you just want to be the smallest, you know, fish in the fishbowl so you can grow into uh, being that. And I know that you, know, you constantly challenge yourself to uh, be around others, to learn and improve, uh, you know, uh, associations are important to you and, and learning is, is huge. You put a big value on that. Can you talk about the, the impact that being in a, a top tier mastermind does for you, just for your headspace and, and your growth process? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it's expanded my thinking of where I can take the whole, whole practice to, you know, seeing other guys who, you know, they were in my shoes, you know, 10, 15 years ago, or even longer, like they've done a lot of this before and they, you know, they can tell me what they did, right. What they did wrong. Um, man, just this past, you know, week, I learned so much from them. It's just, as, uh, and then the week, I know the month, a couple months before that, I learned a lot. So it's like, I come home with this, like, you know, giant sheet filled with all the stuff I want to change or implement or start doing. And it's really, um, yeah, expanded my mind to think bigger and to make, to make it real in my mind too. So I like realized, Oh, I can do this. Okay. That's how you do it. So it's, it's been huge. I've, I loved it. That's so cool. And, and be, you know, be a father too. Like tell us, uh, probably the uh, dad chiropractors out there, like what are some things that you get to do now with your kids that, you know, years ago in practice, you know, working morning till night, you would have never thought you'd have time to do. Right now, stay home with my sick kids. So, you know, <laughs> if they're not feeling good or just take a day off, like, you know, be able to go, you know, whatever, strawberry picking or go to an apple orchard or, you know, just go for a walk with the kids, go to a park, anything. I just love being able to do that stuff because it's, you know, they're, they're little now. It's a really fun stage. And I, I like to be able to do that with them. So cool. So I just, yeah, want to congratulate you on, not only uh, building an incredible practice, but, you know, getting to the seven figure mark uh, in practice last year during, I mean, during, during COVID, you hit that base camp, which is awesome. You guys are on track to do even more this year and all while uh, having the flexibility to be home right now and hang out with us on today's podcast, as well as be with your family and, and should take some, some of your time to share these uh, best practices and, you know, success principles with our audience. I, I really appreciate it. Good. Well, I appreciate you guys, everything you've helped me do. And yeah, this was fun talking. Absolutely, man. We'll keep, keep growing, keep rocking. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. And uh, we'll just keep doing a, a deep dive into your practice, Dr. Randy, and, and share some more success principles. So uh, with that being said, uh, everyone listening right now, we hope you can take away some of these principles as inspiration or even application and start building some freedom in your life uh, with your practice through a staff-driven team that can grow the practice with you there or when you're at home, sick with your kids. It still grows without you. Uh, we hope that for you and 
Join us every single podcast episode. We'll give you more tips and hear from the experts on how to get there. With that being said, keep growing, guys. Keep rocking. Build some freedom and flexibility in your life. And let's build a staff-driven team together. Dr. Andy, signing out. Thank you, sir. Adios. Peace. Okay. See you guys.